This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, they're talking over so Talk it over. Yo, 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 it's your man Big O back for another episode of Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And let me start off this episode by giving a very special shout out to all the women in the world as we are celebrating International or, uh, yeah, International Women's Day, I believe is the holiday that's coming up. Uh, so definitely to all the female listeners, we want to definitely shout y'all out, say thank you and all the support that y'all give to us men in all aspects of our lives. We definitely wouldn't be here without any of y'all. So I want to get that said and done. And then let's go ahead and bring in Bree with the T who is stepping in for my co-host, Trisha Trish, who is occupied. She might be flying the friendly skies. So Bree, how are you today? I am doing well, how are we? Doing good, it's been a while since you've been on. What's going on in your world? Yes, I. I recently broke broke my ankle, so what? I've been, <laughs> yeah, I've been How bad is for it? a while. Um, I have so to you, get you staying in the bed. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, but I'm doing well. I'm getting better. And how long ago was this? Were you out there ice skating in the snowstorm? No. It was a a, a flight of steps that took me out. I was oh, walking no. down the stairs and Are you chasing one of those babies. No, those. no, no. Thankfully, I was just walking normally and they happen to be like wet and whatnot and I end up slipping and my ankle said boom. Oh no, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad you're in good spirits. Yes, thank you. So something else I wanted to let all our listeners know for those who might be missing Trisha's voice today to be sure to check out the Love Corner, which is being released this Thursday. They've been doing very, very good. And thank you for all the questions on her behalf. I want to say thank you for all the questions that y'all are submitting. They have a lot that they're going to get through. So if you haven't heard your question answered just yet, just be patient. It's coming. So without further ado, let me go ahead and bring in all my guests today. And let me start with Miss Geraldine from my home state of North Carolina. How are you this day? I'm good. How are y'all? We're doing good. Everybody is well. So when I checked in with my family, they said you almost had like 70 degrees down there recently. Yes. It's been beautiful. Yeah. Already. I miss that Carolina weather. Yeah, Yeah. it's supposed to get up to uh, 73 one day this coming week. See, we still stuck in the 30s up here. So you can add it. (laughs) My sister lives in Philly and she told me yesterday as she was getting off work yesterday morning that it had started snowing mm. yeah that's why i don't live there all right not mad at you so ria how are you today i want to bring you back in all is well on my end all is good yeah. how those how those clients keeping you busy with all their problems i almost cussed <laughs> um <laughs> they're keeping me real busy <laughs> they are keeping me on my toes i must say that I hear you. I hear you. And just for anybody that may be unfamiliar, um, go ahead and let them know what you do. Uh, yeah. So I am a licensed uh, marriage and family therapist. So I get the wonderful opportunity to connect with individuals, families, couples that are experiencing like some sort of distress or just kind of need help uh, becoming the best version of themselves. And I have a private practice called Mind, Body, and Spirit Marriage and Family Therapy. And that's the awesome place that I get to do the work that I do. Okay, and anybody that wants to find you can go on Instagram and find you at The Black Therapist, right? Yes, yep. And is it black spelled out or B-L-K? B-L-K. B-L-K Therapist, all right, awesome. Yep. Brother Leon, I see you creeping in. How are you, how are you today? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been here. I wasn't creeping. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm Just good. Making my rounds. How's everything? 
<laughs> I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you up here with me in this 30 degree weather. So we both. Well, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. The sun is bright, but the, the, the air is not reflecting that. Yeah, for sure. And then last but not least, certainly one of the most treasured voices that we always have on here, Brother Hassan. How are you this day? Peace and blessings. I'm, I'm doing great, my brother. Peace and blessings to you as well. Thanks for the illustrious introduction. It's a, it's a great day. I've, I've been out in that 30 degrees, you know, went for a brisk walk, got powered up, got some vitamin Nice. nice. You know, feeling wonderful right now. So, right, right. Starting off the week right. Yeah, brother. Happy to be here. And uh, yeah. All right. And in, and keeping with the routine, I want to go ahead and read from, from your book, The Success and Inspirations 365, uh, to let our listeners give them a little bit of you know, motivation, give them a little bit of inspiration for today. And today's reading is coming off of day 66, since we are at day 66 of the year. When pursuing your goals, stay in motion. An object in motion stays in motion and continues in its momentum. Keep moving towards your goals. I think that's right on time. That is huge. A lot of us, I would say almost everybody, has at one point hit a wall uh, whenever whenever they various goals that they may have had in life and kind of slowed down. So it is very important to keep that momentum going as much as you can, even if it's a small step. You know, if it's just one little thing every day, those things add up and you start to build a, a routine. It just helps you keep that goal top of mind. Because life abhors a vacuum and it will throw stuff in your way. Right. Very, very well stated, my brother. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, brother Hassan. So, Bree, where you at? Let me get you on back on here. I'm right here. You want to introduce the topic of the day? Yes, sir. And this is actually so, a topic we've done before. And this is kind of a, a, a return to it. Yes. And I'm so excited because I have different views this time. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> some growth. Okay. Yes. So our topic today is would you date someone who has young children? Okay. So def def I'm glad you said young, right? Let's, def let's, right. let's cap that. What, what age are we talking? What age and under? Well, for me, ideally, I would say young children is like anywhere before like teenage years, you know? So like, I want to say, or even like maybe 13, 14 and under kind of thing, 15 and under, you know, like as anywhere. Yeah. You know, they're there. They're still like kids and they're still being molded and stuff. Once they hit 16 and over, they're like more independent and want to do things on their own. So I feel like maybe like 15, 14 and under would be considered like young children for me. Okay. Is does everybody is that kind of a consensus? Does everybody feel like that's a an age that we would universally count as young? Or should we go a little lower? Or what are your thoughts? Maybe 13 and younger. Okay, I was gonna say there's some 11 10 year olds out there that'll test you. Listen here. They'll test you now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's yeah, let's jump into it. Geraldine, I want to get you what are your thoughts? Dating someone with young kids we're talking 13 or 15 and below and let's it's kids plural not just one they got multiples well <laughs> I let, am let them know i'm 53 years old you ain't trying to raise no 13 year old I'm really not i'm ready for grandkids uh -huh. i really don't want to raise any more kids mm -hmm. but it can, there might be an exception. It depends on the, the man. Mm, okay. Okay. Will you elaborate on that? Meaning most, most young men have baby mama drama. Okay. I don't need that. What if, well, do, do they have to be young or is that just universal across all age? Depending on how old a child is. If they're under 10, there might be, depending on the relationship with the mama and daddy, it might be mama, baby mama drama. Mm -hmm. if, if they're like me, I never gave my kid's father drama. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
if you wanted to see your child, you could see them. If not, oh well. I'm gonna raise my kids regardless. They're mm-hmm. mine. I made the choice to have them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't interfere in their life. So there was no drama with, with my kids and my and their pop. Okay. So, so- uh, yeah, I'm. I don't think I'm. Re- I'm. I don't think I want to actually. You don't want. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that. Too many. Too many moving parts. What it yeah. sounds like to me. Name, namely, like the, said, the little ones. I'm 53 years old. I'll be 54 this year. I, yeah, that, that my patience is gone. Right, your kids grown. You don't want no other young kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody like said, with kids got to be grown too. I'm waiting for my daughter to have a child. Okay. Give right. me a grandchild. So Somebody then, I can give back. So you looking for the you looking for the the partner with grandkids? Yeah. I can do I can do that. <laughs> you can do grandkids, but not the gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So Bree, what's your thoughts? Um, honestly, I feel like Geraldine is right. It's about a level of maturity. And if you've already had that experience, if you're, you know, like well past, like listen, I'm done with kids, period. Even my own kids, I'm ready for grandkids, you know. <laughs> but then I also think about, you know like those around my age you know those around their their uh, late 20s early 30s who do have kids you know because we live in a generation where you see a lot of young people having kids right and unfortunately it's a situation where the homes don't always stay together you know it's situations where mom and dad are seeking different partners and stuff and I think it's about a level of maturity you know you have to know yourself if you're not mature enough or just just knowing that like I'm not ready to sit down with baby daddy or baby mama and have these conversations and these understandings you know like you have to understand that there are things that are going to come with with dealing with someone who has a child you know and again it's about knowing you and your level of maturity if you're not ready for that then take a step back because they're looking for someone who's going to be on board and understand that my kid comes first you know like we might be out doing date night but if I get a call and my you know it's something about my child I gotta go you know I can't afford for you to be upset with me all the time because I gotta rush to my child you know so again that's something that you gotta sit back and think about like Am I someone who's going to understand that they have to run and be there for their kid all the time? Or am I going to be the person who always wants the attention? And mm-hmm. what about me? Mm-hmm. And, you mm-hmm. know, like, cause mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I'm also that kind of person who's like, you know, I, I, I like a lot of attention, but I also do have that understanding of like, your kid comes first, regardless. I'm expecting you to like drop me in a heartbeat and be like, listen, I got to go. You know, my kid mm-hmm. is there. But mm-hmm. there are people in the world who who don't expect that, who are like, no, don't leave me for your kid, you know. So again, it's about knowing you. Okay. Yeah. What, uh, Ria? What are your thoughts? Well, I guess so. My my thought is like, is there like, do people shy away from dating people with with smaller kids because the kids themselves can be an issue, or that brings a whole nother element, or is it the kid's parent? that brings the whole the element other, the that other makes parent. people like want to stay away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you, you, you said that. Cause I was going to, I want to get your thoughts and I, I want to get Leon's thoughts and, and Hassan's thoughts as well. But I definitely was going to ask, and you kind of already hit that. I was going to ask, do you guys think there's a stigma a fair or unfair? Do you think there's a stigma out there on, on, um, you know, uh, single, yeah, single parents with kids, or, you know, single parents, period. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's an unfair or biased stigma out there that there is necessarily going to be some type of additional hassle or additional work or additional drama? Because that may or may not necessarily be the case. I, I think, it, I mean, if you want to weigh in on that, Hassan? Mm-hmm. No, 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 okay. go ahead, brother. Oh, okay. I actually think that there is just off of GP, a uh-huh. stigma okay right? like if you think about like if you're on dating apps and you put that in your profile or mm-hmm. you don't put it in your profile mm-hmm. and you and you match with somebody and now you're talking and you're like oh so what do you do what do you think you know all the things that come with knowing who you are and you're like oh well actually i have two children mm-hmm. like oh okay and it depends on the person too because if they have had kids then they probably won't care as much but if they haven't 
you know, and they're looking to start a family, um, that might be a consideration. And that's mm -hmm. why I think, you know, the, the, there has to be a sort of like, you know, the approach is, well, what do you want for yourself in mm -hmm. partnership, right? Because if, if it's you saying, well, I desire to have somebody that I can start a family with who hasn't had that experience, then you may want to consider that when you're dating somebody, right? Um, as opposed mm -hmm. to saying, okay, well, I'm actually open to um, being a part of somebody's life who has already kind of started that process and is in a position and in a place in their life where they're looking to, you know, still create a partnership mm -hmm. with their family, not in spite of their family. Mm. Okay. And, right. and okay. I think, and I feel like it has to be, a, you know, a discussion between the parties involved, like anything else we talk on the show, right? <laughs> like it's mm -hmm. nothing is cut and dry. Nothing you is, um, black and white there is always a gray area you know I, I think you know like you like Aria introduced the possibility of having the the baby mama or baby father like mm -hmm. as a part of that situation is always going to be within I think part of that um right. yeah this person is cool and the kids are cool, but now I got to deal with this person. Like, mm, but see, that's the thing. That. Like, that's but you're not going to know until it actually happens, right? right. right? And that's, that's, that's why, why I'm saying said. that's yeah, yeah. that stigma yeah. can be sometimes unfair because it could be like you, like you know, uh, I forget the show, but it could be like you hit it off with that right. other person. Mm -hmm. You're just like, yo, I understand, you know, the situation y'all have, you know, mm -hmm. a, a child together, but you know, me and you, we like personally, I really enjoyed you know, having you around, like, or, you know, in any other circumstance, we would be cool, right? Yeah. No bad blood from any angle. And it's like, I understand that this is, you know, you have a right to your child. And right. long as we respect one another and know, like, you know, I'm in a relationship and, you know, I'm not overstepping my bounds as right. the parent and you're not overstepping your bounds as, like, the, uh, co uh co-parent and trying not trying to throw in you know monkey wrenches or sabotage mm -hmm. what i got with the relationship with the person i feel like there are definitely examples out there of very very um harmonious i was gonna say healthy and, yeah very mm -hmm. healthy yeah, sure. relationship yeah because it's I mean, all about respect it's all about mm -hmm. the respect that you have for one another dealing with with uh with your child right and don't get me wrong, I won't, I won't do it now. I've dated guys that had kids. That mm -hmm. was when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I had I had no problem with it. I'm saying for me now at my age, I right. wouldn't. Right. I, right. I, I don't desire to do right. that. Right. You're not, you're not, you're <laughs> not answering that call when they say right now. <laughs> like, I need you to go pick up so and so. <laughs> She's like, mm -mm, I'm in bed. <laughs> so, so, uh, no, I'm on a flight. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> let me what? let me get Hassan's thoughts in here. What are your thoughts on on uh, uh, the dynamic? Hey man, that's a loaded that's a loaded question for me. I mean, at this point, because I'm 60, right? So, mm -hmm. so you know, uh, uh, a lot of women that I might go to, they have you know, they have grown children. You know, they have grandchildren now. I've met women that had, um, they took care of their grandchildren or, or they had custody of their grandchildren. And it, it really depends on the individual, you know, at now and before. I mean, like, like I have like a lot of history. It's like in my 20s, I discriminated. I didn't go out with women if they had children. Like, you got kids? No. Right. It was it's automatic. Just, no. Yeah. It, it changes. I got older, you know, in my 30s and 40s. Mm -hmm. Do you recall um, your mindset? You know, at that time, like what the reason uh, was I, for? Right, I was just gonna ask. Yeah, well, I, I was self-centered. Okay. I, I okay. Didn't care about anybody with myself and my needs. So, so if someone had a child at the time, right, be less time, for me. they couldn't cater to me. Got it. You know, mm -hmm. my primary mission was to, you know, to, to take care of whatever I wanted. You know, to right. Self right. So, okay. Because of my, my my mental and spiritual limitations at the time. So now, you know, um. Uh, in an unlikely situation, but I never say never, you know, if I dated a woman like, uh, 
in her early 40s or something or, or late 30s and, and and she had children it depends yeah. on the woman and the children okay you know as you, uh, a developmentally disabled child uh i would have to factor that in if i wanted to deal with you know right dad, right you know, right available because not just for the child but for her too and you know and whatever the other dynamics were with the father or non-father participation et cetera et cetera so so, do any um do any hard no's currently exist now in that situation? Like let's say you're like, oh, you know, I'm, I, I'm uh, hitting off with this woman, but her kid is like two, and I'm like, I don't want to deal with the twos, or maybe the kid is like well, sixteen, and you're like, that, I don't want to deal with the. Well, well, this this is this is a thing for me because because of my uh, uh, disconnect from from my children when they were young, it's like uh, you uh, might welcome it. These app, it could be a seizing opportunity for me to contribute positively to someone else's life, right? Gotcha, mm -hmm. gotcha. Because, uh, you know, I have a, a array of experiences and perspectives which could, you know, contribute to positively to someone's development. Got so it. with that, um, you know, I'm open, you know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, I never say never now. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. I, I never say never. Because I don't know, you know, these circumstances are different. And, um, so let me ask, no. so let me ask, uh, and this is an open question. What, what do you guys think is the, for lack of a better word, what is the fear for those that may shy away from like, all right, no, 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 I'm definitely not ready for um, being involved with someone that has a child, right? Because um, the, the truth is you don't know the circle now if you get involved and you're like i don't like this dynamic i don't like this circumstance i don't like you know what's going on with the other party i don't like how you know uh she she seems irresponsible when it comes to raising a kid that's a different total that's a totally different story once you've actually peeked behind the curtain but what i'm talking about is the fear of like you meet someone you're hitting it off and then like leon said they reveal to you like oh i have a kid or i have two kids or whatever and what if all you're not ready to be a parent Mm -hmm. well, no, I, don't think, have, I don't think you have to be. I don't think you have to be, though. In my opinion, I'm uh, like, well, nobody no, hold on, hold on, wait, no, yeah. because, okay, so, like, I, I understand that when it comes to obviously, and I, I understand also <laughs> what, I'm, I'm, what I'm about to say, mm -hmm. it can mm -hmm. be a little loaded because I don't have kids, so I can't necessarily speak from that other side. Right. But so, so. I, I'm, I know it has been said, and you probably, those who have, who have children can probably attest to the fact that, yeah, no one is actually really ready to be a parent, no matter how much- Well, no, 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 that's not where I'm going with it. Okay, I'm, that's what I, I was I'm, saying, because, no, no, no. because that, that when I said that, what I'm saying is, what if you know, you're choosing to, you're going in this process where, listen, I wanna build with this person, I think they're nice, they're really cool, but then you find out. Well, here's the, here's the take. The take that the I was whole approach is like okay, well they're gonna be no matter how old those children are, you're going to be some at, at some point some you're gonna be some figure in their life regardless. Even if it's not yeah. a father, I'm talking about from my perspective, or you know if you're a woman dating a man with children, you know what I'm saying. And what if you're yeah. not ready for that? That's what I'm saying. Okay. I think also just to piggyback off of that, um, I think it's again also about perspective. You know, ideally. Yes, when we're ready, you know, like we can sit down and discuss calling whatever step parent or whatever. But mm -hmm. me dealing dealing with that parent knowing that they have kids, I'm not looking at it as me necessarily being a parent, but just a positive person in their life, you know, in general, you know. So regardless if this doesn't work out with me and their parent, I want them to always know that, yeah, you can call me to vent. You can call me and say, I need help. I mean, you know, because I was just that person that you felt comfortable enough. Because I do, you know, I work with kids. So that's how I want my kids that I'm in schools to feel, you know. Yeah. So if I want my kids in schools to feel that way, I want kids in general to just know that this is a safe space, you know, like regardless of the situation. And then there's just the underlying factors of like yes I'm dealing with your parent at the moment or whatever but regardless if I'm dealing with your parent or not we you know like I've met you you've had an implant on my heart you are not my baby and you're always going to be my baby regardless you know you're going to have that That's special place exactly like I, right. I see my kids out in the street and like I haven't worked for, with them for years because they graduate or whatever but they are still my babies and right I'm like, right 
that connection is still there. Yeah, you know. Bree, I actually, I I think that's beautiful, but I think it's it's totally different when you're dating somebody that has children and they start to form a bond with you like you're their mother. That's totally different. So, so let I mean, I want to hear Geraldine's take, and then I want to ask Rhea a question. I'm with Leon. I I Uh think that's a little different too because that child, if you're dating somebody with kids, especially somewhere up around seven, eight, nine, ten, or whatever, they might feel some type of way about you dating their their parent. Like they might feel like you're you're not supposed to be there trying to take their parent away, Uh or they want their actual parents to be together. Right. I went through, I went through my mom dating, seeing, being with another man mm-hmm. besides my father. Mm-hmm. I went through that at the age of nine, ten. When we moved down, when we moved down here, down south, mm-hmm. she she moved down here to be with a man. Mm-hmm. And my youngest brother was two years younger than me, which was probably around eight or nine. And um. Honestly, I didn't like the man. Mm. I really didn't. Mm. Didn't none yeah. of us like him, and I don't <laughs> think he cared for us. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, he, I think it, he dealt with us because yeah. he wanted to be with my mother. Right. right. So, in in Breeze and in Maria, I want to I want to get you in here. But what, I think just you know, I, I see the validity in both points on this, and I think in Breeze. And I don't want to speak for you, Bree, uh, but what she's saying is that, you know, regardless from her standpoint, if she enters into a relationship with someone who has kids, it's not she wants. And if it she wants the child to know, like, hey, she wants to make sure the child is protected. Right. Above yeah. All. You know, right, protected because- above all before before her interest and before the interest of the relationship. She wants to make sure that that child is protected. Right. And that just speaks yeah. to your heart. Because like you said, you work with kids. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, just not to cut you off, but I was in a similar situation as Geraldine. My mom passed away when I was eight and my dad ended up like, my mom was very close with this lady and my dad and the lady became close after my mom passed away and they got into a relationship and were in this relationship up until my dad passed away. But all those years, this was like maybe anywhere between five to 10 years. And all those years, I never called her stepmom. I never acknowledged her as my stepmother. But one thing I Mm -hmm. knew for a fact is that I could always count on her, you know? And even Mm -hmm. after, it was so much to the point that even after my dad passed away, I was still, you know, still in contact. That relationship was still there. Yeah, you know, her kids are my best friends. And, you know, like I'm still close to them. They became my family as well, you know? So even though like I had that, because there was the pushback for me of like, I'm never going to call another lady my mom. I have a mom regardless Mm. of the situation, Mm. you know. But there was also that part of me that needed that womanly figure. And she always let me know, you know, that like, you know, I'm here. If you need it, it's the door is open. Whenever you're ready to accept it, come get it, you know. And that that was one thing that I was grateful for. Because even again, even after my dad passed, I needed anything. She was the first that was like, hey can you help me? And I knew she was going to do it, you know? So I would ideally want to be that figure too, if I'm dealing with someone's, you know, someone Yeah. You know, and if yeah. you decide that you want to, you know, you're, you're my stepmom, then that's up to you. You know, I don't have to right. be, you don't ever have to call me that, you know, but that's going to be up to the kid. Right. So Rhea, Rhea let me, yeah. let me ask in your practice and in your experience, does Let's say, and just for the purposes of this this conversation, for this context, right? Yep. Um, do you have Do you have any experience with uh, couples who have children outside of their union, <laughs> right? And does that add um, whatever they're dealing with? Does that add a degree of complexity or or uh, problems? Do you, so. Like, has anybody ever come up and be like, I like the relationship. I enjoy this person. I can't stand their kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, help me out here. Because how, how do I stay How do I stay positive influence? And, you know, this person I'm in a relationship and I love and everything's going great. But that bad little, you know, like, has. <laughs> so, so 
thankfully I have not had that experience, but I feel like people with kids, like they're a package deal. Like mm -hmm. you can't have one without the other. So I think it, it would definitely present is what I like to call a kerfuffle. If you're in this relationship <laughs> and you're digging the relationship, but you don't like the kid, I don't, in my head, like, right. I don't see how that's going to work. Cause that's not, a deal breaker. It's not gonna so what are your, what are you guys thoughts on, let's say, you know, both, both parties have kids in the same situation. They get along great, but they, the kid, the kids don't like each other. What are your thoughts? Should that necessarily like the kids are getting in the way of what potentially could be a beautiful relationship? Family therapy. Right. Okay. That's the answer. But I feel like you have to deal with those dynamics. Cause you can have like, all of your biological kids aren't necessarily going to like each other yeah, or get along. That's true. That's true. Right? Yeah. And you don't like, yeah. like you don't opt for up. You gotta yeah. go and take this I mean, kid. Like you figure it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. also too, when when you got that particular example you gave, Olin, it's like it's always gonna be a us versus them, right? Situation. So you have to get to the point where you can us be them becomes us basically, mm -hmm. and that takes time. Like so it's us I versus have us. Yeah, exactly. I have family members that I don't get along with. I, what am I going to do? <laughs> you right. know, that doesn't change well, anything. Like, you're right. And I like how she, how she said um, where, um, like with my with my situation, my, my mom's husband had a daughter prior mm -hmm. to meeting my mom. So we didn't get along. Did none of us get along growing up. But after my mom passed, ended up being closer. Mm -hmm. like we ended up getting along and then her dad passed and mm -hmm. it even made us bond even more mm -hmm. but okay. growing up at that young age no i i didn't like her i was being selfish i was being selfish i didn't want my mom with nobody so right. no but you can attest some of that to this your own individual maturity too, right? You yeah. know, right. there are people I didn't like when I was younger either, you know, regardless of right. there was, you know what uh, I mean? So yeah, I yeah, I, I like to speak on one of my experiences with a woman that had children. I was in a long-term relationship. I, I, I met her in my mid-30s, and she had two young children. One was nine, uh, nine about to be ten, and the other one was like six or seven. Mm -hmm. And that sounds very like similar. Go ahead. It actually was like the, the invasion of the body snatcher or something. You know, when I came in, it's like uh, uh, the, 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 the little girl just didn't didn't like me. It was like, who are you? Mm. Why are you here? What do you want with me and my mother? Mm -hmm. But the little boy was receptive. You know what I mean? He didn't have a father <laughs> in his life. You know, I didn't have my son in my life, so we, we kind of had a we had a good click. You know, <laughs> so eventually. Um, you know, uh, I grew on a little girl um, to the point where when she got 16, I bought her a car, you know, and we were cool, you know, and um, unfortunately, you know, we broke up uh, mm -hmm. after about 12 years. So it was like, it wasn't just a breakup from her, it was a breakup from the children too, yep. because, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, um, we just couldn't communicate at the time because uh, the, 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 reasoning of our breakup was so devastating that, you know, there was, there was no, no communication. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, we would never communicate again, you know, from the breakup, you know? So, mm -hmm. so yeah, it, it was a heart, it was some heartbreak with that. So, so yeah, it was like a I breakup times three. I mean, that's just, honestly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what it is. So it was a, I have a question. Also relationships. So. Yeah, I have yeah, a question, Sean, um, was it that you just didn't feel comfortable, like, reaching out to the kids after the breakup or, you know, like, what was it that made you feel like, There, there was know. a barrier, there was a barrier because, because, uh, okay, well, the, the, the reason of the breakup was, you know, what was a child outside of that relationship. So, mm -hmm. you know, that, that was, that was mutiny. <laughs> that was mutiny for everybody, for the children. Like, well, how could he, you know, I, I don't believe he did that. Mm -hmm. How could he cheat on um, my mother? You know what I mean? So, yeah. so the, it was like a, it was a hot time so yeah. you know maybe it was, it was like some years until i actually saw them again but by then everything had cooled off they had moved on and you know i mm. I, I was an outsider again, right? yeah right. yeah so, so i reflect on that but i also reflect on how how my uh, how my actions 
affected that young man, affected her son, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? Um, um, didn't have his father in his life, so he developed a relationship with me. He already had issues because his father wasn't in his life. So then he he, he develops trust in me, and then um, I'm out. So right, I'm wondering right. what kind mm -hmm. of abandonment issue that might have uh, instilled in him. You know what I mean? How mm -hmm. we dealt with that. I mean, I, I actually now that that, that, that could have been impactful because Right now, both of those both of those kids are grown in their thirties, and they're still living at home with their mother. So it's like, I'm like, damn, yeah, that that's, to be something. That's not that uncommon though anymore. And yes. I don't know if that. I, I mean, I'm not saying that is, but it could have influenced right, right, it. You know, right, yeah, right, right. I don't know. But, uh, so I think the takeaway yeah, from that. So, so it's really important to be be aware of of, of you know how our presence uh, in a you know, established um, family, you know, uh, affects be affected them. by our presence. Yeah, right? that you so, hit you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Was that um, I have consciousness entering that. You know, mm. I, I did have some after I left, after I I picked myself up from my fumble. Right. I was like, ah, oh, I was messed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a very good important part um, to tie that off. It's like, yeah, you have to be aware that if you do get involved with uh, uh, a person, a young, a single parent, that you have to be aware of the impact that you're leaving, not just on that, your partner, but the child, right? Right. The young mm -hmm. child. And so uh, that kind of goes back to what Leon was saying too. It was right. like, maybe you're not ready. Maybe you're not ready to be, um, you know, a parent or be, be responsible for the impact. Mm -hmm. Right, that level of maturity. I actually found an article, if you yeah, guys are interested. It. Yes, it's from Elite Daily. It's by Sydney Lyons. The title of the article is, If You're Dating Someone Who Has a Child, Here Are Five Important Pieces of Advice. So one of the things, uh, the first advice that she gives is wait until you are in a committed relationship before meeting the other person's kids. Okay. The second piece of advice is be honest about your intentions. Mm -hmm. The third piece is know that you won't always come first. <laughs> um, the fourth one is treat their kids with respect. And then the fifth one is follow your partner's lead. And what in regards to the, I guess, the, the child rearing? So it says, it gives an experience and it says, my last serious ex-girlfriend with kids let me into their lives once. Once we became exclusive and she was comfortable, I adopted the role of positive adult role model. She told me quick, it was not my place to raise her children. Mm. I led by example and how I treated her and her kids. We broke up, I'm still cool with her, but I miss the kids and pets way more than her as time passes. <laughs> mm. Mm. So I think that, that also reminds me of what Hassan was saying, you know, like yeah. breaking yeah. up and missing that relationship with the kids and, you know, just understanding that you're not just, you know, you're not just dealing with their parent, but you're also having an impact on them as well. Right, right. So I guess my question with this is, for those who have dated, you know, um, people who have children and whatnot, are there any other advice, you know, any other advice that you would want to add on to this, to this list? Uh, let's ask Rhea. Let's get Rhea. What, what advice can you, you know, I was throwing it your way because I was going to ask you to critique, <laughs> critique the list itself. But yeah, that's a good question that Bree just posed was what, what additional uh, advice or suggestions would you give? And literally the one that that's coming to mind is just based on my own personal experience. Cause when me and my husband got married, his oldest was mm. only six months. Mm. Um, wow. So that was very, that, that was very interesting. Um, so the, just from that experience, my, my advice would be, even if, even if the relationship between whoever the parent is and the other parent extend the common courtesy to tell the other parent, hey, I have this person, and assuming that this person, that the relationship is serious, um, mm -hmm. having that conversation, um, and even having that conversation, if the two parents are not necessarily, like if they're strained between the relationship, I believe you owe that common courtesy to say, hey, I have this person, and they're going to potentially be around um, our child. So I think for me, the most important thing is trying to have 
trying to have open communication with all the adults mm. that are in place. Because I think kids only be, and again, I could be way off, but I think kids only become an issue in the relationship because of what they're hearing from the other parent. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think, and again, if you can have open communication with the adults, I think, and I, I don't want to say kids will fall in line, but I think in essence, kids will ultimately fall in line when they see that the, the adults are all on one accord. Yeah. Right. It's very right. Well, what would be, what would be the conversation you would suggest that the parent have with the kid an age appropriate conversation, right? Because, you know, young kids, very young kids, they, they're not going, they'll just pick up that, you know, this is another right. a new person. But when they get of a certain age and they start to recognize like this person has some kind of position in my parents' life, then I may, they may not quite understand, but they're like, maybe I don't like it. Right. What kind of adult to child conversation would you have age appropriate? Like, listen, you know, so-and-so, especially when it comes to possibly moving in under one roof, right? That's a huge one. That's a huge transition Absolutely. for a child. I think you have to, I think the most important thing that you have to articulate to kids is that the reason why mom and dad are not together has nothing to do with the kid. I think mm. most kids have the natural tendency, even if it, even if the, even if this is not the message that's displayed, mm -hmm. kids bear a certain level of, oh my goodness, like I caused this I to happen. So I think starting there as a parent, having that conversation with your kid to say, you're not at fault. There's nothing you did. Um, and then I think broaching the conversation to say that this addition, this new person or this extra person is able to have, able to add benefit to my life as well as your life as my child. Should there ever be, and, and feel free, Leon, Jardine, Hassan, anybody, should there ever be a caveat to that conversation saying, hey, you know, the future is unknown. This is what's happening right now. If in the event that this person, Doesn't you know, work out. We break out, yeah, we break up. How do you assure that child, especially if they have a bond with that, that other person? A um, couple of, no, go ahead. I was saying a couple of things come to mind because as Rita was talking, you know, I was thinking about my own experiences with, um, you know, dating someone that had children. And, you know, one of the things that, that wasn't the case with her was that the fact that both her kids, um, uh, pet or fathers weren't around, right? And so it was, that's what made it even more impactful for me because whether I wanted to admit it or not, like that's pretty much the role that I'm now assuming, you know, mm -hmm. in this relationship that, you know, Right, whether it's stated or not, they're going to right, look to you. Whether it's stated yeah. or not, right? That's whether, how they're going to look to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, that conversation, she didn't need to have that conversation with them because they just saw me, right? It was mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I, I think one of the other things that Rhea was talking about that I think is very important to talk at an age-appropriate level is that possibility. Even though you don't want to be, you know, what's the word um like negative like hey this is hap this is what's happening right now but in the event that it doesn't right we are still a family and we right. are still okay this has nothing to do with you right, right. having those sort of healthy conversations i think is important too and you know i was saying earlier kids are very resilient you know it they'll 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 actually get over somebody not being there faster than that person not being there <laughs> gets over it you know like i was really attached to her kids more than her so I, I feel you, Hassan. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you want to you drop them off? Yeah. You want to give them to me? You know? <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. Okay. What do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about uh, when you're in a relationship with someone with kids about the discipline? Because I've had, oh, I had an issue. Uh, yeah. I had an I, I issue. My son, my son was only four years old. And I allowed him to go spend the summer with his father and his grandparents. Mm -hmm. And the, the 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 little girl, I'm that's what I'ma call her because she won't be 20, that my mm -hmm. that his father was dating, put her hands on my son. Mm -hmm. yeah, no, that's a no. That's a no for yeah. me. And that's a no for me, dog. 
I, yeah. I, I literally flipped out. I called yeah. him, as you should. him out. Yeah, as you I should. called his mom and told his mom, and his mom ended up getting on the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because was... my my thing was okay. This is the first time you ever met my child. Mm-hmm. Oh, first time. Damn. Oh, yeah. No, this was the first no. time you ever met my child. Nah. And you had no business putting your hands on him. If he did something wrong, you need to let his father know. Right. 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 I, I agree with you 100% on that, Jared. And I think well, I was that, real close to going to jail. I think, uh, <laughs> to answer your question, I I think that. that if you find yourself in a relationship, it is not your place to be in any disciplinary role um, right. that has not been established by exactly. the parent, yeah. by, by the parent, say. basically saying, listen, mm-hmm. You know, um, and even then, I think it, it it you should take that with a grain of salt. Like you should always defer mm-hmm. to the bio right. parent, mm-hmm. to the bio right. parent. Like there is their rule; mm-hmm. they're going to enforce it. This is my rule; they are going to enforce it. Not the rules that that went, you know, when I was coming up. It's like right. we had a, a child who was together, then there was a, a, a understanding that you know you could discipline that child, right? Um, but but even but if also, it wasn't your child. Exactly, exactly. It's like, no. It's just okay, wow. Oh, that's more of the, it takes uh, a village. So yeah, pop that ass or whatever. But I remember another, right, but but I I, I just wanted to relate to an experience I had where 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 I had to get out because it was just, it was insane. I, I wanted to beat up the children, right? Uh, just because of, of their behavior. Yeah. It's like, uh, I was yeah, you know, I was had started dating this young woman, and she had three children: uh, a daughter about eleven, a son about seven, and and a little one about two. Right? The little one that was two was cool, you know, like you know, you know, they they, they were good. <laughs> but the, but the little boy who was about seven, he had an affinity for matches. He was an arsonist. He kept mm. setting stuff on fire, and and you know, I actually uh, was limited was at the only? time to the physical. Goddamn, he's Damien. <laughs> and, 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 and yeah, yeah, the little kid would set stuff on fire. It'd be like, you smell smoke. He set the toilet paper on fire. Hell no. Get, I'm out. His mother would beat him and then he'd <laughs> awesome. the kitchen, I'm not mad at right? you, bro. <laughs> Listen, so, so I'm, couple, this I'm, right now. I'm like, hey, about you, know, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then and, just and joking, then I won't talk to you. The little daughter, she was sneaky and would steal stuff and mm. you know. Put something yeah. down. I go to sleep. She go in my pockets, and it's like, yo, got it, got it. Hit it with a case of Bebe's. Bebe's. Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> he got hit with a case of Bebe's. <laughs> you should have been out. You should have been out. Hold it, their brother. Their mother. Hold it, hold it. Their mother would tell me to whip their ass, right? Wow. And I was like, ass right now, right? I mean, which I and I just he gave you the green light. But I wanted to punch him in the jaw like a man. Actually, nah, that was a red light. I was just, I would have hit the yeah, door real that quick. Was, like, nah. That red light popped on quick. I didn't have that. I didn't have that insight to hit the door because I was dictated by by, yeah. by my limitations of who I was at the time. All I was gotcha, gotcha. was a which was on, you know for me at the time, it, you know, on a scale of one to ten, it was a twelve. So right, imagine right. you know where I was at, right? Right. Right. Well, mind you, some people tell you to uh to spank that child, but really don't mean it. Right. You spank the child, then they get mad with you. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I ain't spanking nobody's child now. No, no. We talking about 20 some years ago. We talking about 25 years ago. I, I mean, you know, I was a, a, a different creature then. So, so yeah, you know, no, I'm not so nobody's kid now. No. In in conclusion, there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> there's a lot of advice going around here. Number one being don't spank nobody others <laughs> else's <laughs> child. Number two, which we're gonna say 1.5. If you're dating somebody who's got an arsonist kid, that's the red light to get out the door. Red light. At ASAP, or you know, sign him up for the fire brigade or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other one, which we've also talked about, is definitely just be prepared, right? Because again, you you have to know who you are mature wise you have to know what you want and what you're walking into uh that once you take that peek behind the curtain the only way that you're going to sufficiently be able to handle those dynamics is like we say talk it over have that communication talk with the parent talk with the 
other parents, see what their uh, relationship is like. Yeah. Um, have a conversation age appropriate with the child if you can uh, to just let them know like, hey, like Bree said earlier, I'm here for you. And even if things change and I may not necessarily be in the house or in a relationship with your parent, I still wish the best and still will be an open ear and line of uh, communication for you. Um, so that if things do in the event go left or go south, you know, the impact is uh, lessened a little bit. And, uh, and and with that, Bree, where you at? I'm here, I'm here. Uh, okay, okay. So I just want to know if you if you <laughs> wanted to say, <laughs> I just want to know if you, uh, if you had anything you wanted to add in closing. Um, um. No, again, just, you know, know yourself. You know, I, I feel like majority of the times when we do a to uh, topic, the moral is just knowing yourself and your level of maturity and where you are mentally, you know? I want to thank uh, thank everybody. Thank you, Bree. Thank you, Leon. Thank you, Miss Geraldine and Rhea. And always, Brother Hassan, thank you for being a part of today's production. And for those, uh, please go check out the Love Corner this Thursday coming at you with Trisha and our resident uh, sex coach, Jen Infantino. I want to thank Anna Banana, thank KI from Bed-Stuy for putting together another bomb topic in production. And in the words of Nas KI, slow motion. Are you looking to become the best version of you, but need a little outside perspective to help you get there? Please reach out to Mind, Body and Spirit Marriage and Family Therapy. We provide individual, couples, and family counseling. If you're looking for a down-to-earth therapist that's relatable and that you can connect to, check us out on our website, mbsmft.com. We're also on all social media outlets, on Instagram, The Black Therapist, and on Facebook and Twitter, mbsmft. You're listening to Talk It Over the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed.